This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. Welcome to Talking Halos. This is Derek C. Paula John Crane for another edition of the show. And what a show we've had this week. John, how you doing, bud? Hey, I am I'm doing awesome. And the Angels are doing awesome. So uh I'm I'm doing great. I had a little t- a rough ride home from work today. And uh when I got in the car, yeah, I sent it I shouted out on Twitter. I said, you know, uh what did I miss? By the time I got in the car, apparently uh Mike Trout's had some sort of a game. I don't know. <laughs> Six oh, RBIs, Grand yeah. Slam, <laughs> two what home runs. Game. What a game he's had today. It's been a lot of fun watching him. Been a lot of fun watching this Angels team just putting pressure on pitching staffs, especially this, this horrible Toronto staff. And uh, it's been a lot of fun. Overall now, we've the things we want to talk about today, well, first things first, I guess, do want to go ahead and, and, and say, hey, we had a couple guests on one, had a kind of cancel last minute because of a graduation ceremony another one was set up to be on the call and we can't find him now so first nick i know you wanted to be on dude come on this sunday we'll be glad to have you and nick's a veteran who would ask on the show we, we want to honor veterans and angels families and he was excited to come visit with us and talk some angels baseball we'll save it for sunday that's what we're gonna have to do in the meantime in the mean, oh, and by the way, Mike tries up right now in the top of the ninth inning. Top of the ninth inning. And bases are loaded again. Oh, get out of Dodge! Oh, he hit it. Oh, look who it is. Give me some info. Oh, the game? He just uh, hit it. He knocked in. Now it's a 6 to 11. Oh, hey, and guess who joined the call? Nick is I know, that's, that, that's who I see. I'm looking Nick at him right here. now. Hey, Nick. <laughs> hey, what's up, guys? Can you hear oh. both of us? How are you guys doing? Doing all right, man, doing all right. So, Nick, if you could find a place to settle down with us, so I have to look see him. <laughs> Nick's got the, <laughs> the camera on. Let me, uh, let me get my headphones, and uh, I'll, settle, I'll settle down. All right, and so, meanwhile, in the game, while we're doing a little bit of a disorganized podcast right now, it's 11-6, top of the ninth, and it appears to be Mike Trout. It's at the plays that right? No, he already got a hit. He got an RBI single. It, it was a C. Okay, now yeah, it's six to eleven it. now. Yeah, he, 11, he got six. an RBI hit. Right, I have so. it on little screen, so I can't really see it that well either. But uh, anyways, it's good. A live coverage from us. It's Angels eleven six going by the ninth. They're looking to go over five hundred the first time in sixty six days. Sixty six freaking days. They broke the 500 curse yesterday at the 3-1 win, a finely pitched game by Tyler Skaggs, and here we are. So while Nick's getting set up, he just joined us a little bit late, 
we have a couple things to do, a couple things to say to you. First things first. All right, folks, we're just getting started here, but if you like what we're doing, please check out check us out on iTunes and subscribe. We'd also really appreciate a five-star review to help us move up the charts. If you want us to earn it, great. Email us at talkinghalos at gmail.com and give us your feedback. If you are a new listener and you're enjoying the show, please do us a solid. Send a text or an email or just tell a friend about the podcast with our Angels fan. Let them know who we are, and hopefully they'll... Come visit with us too. Come talk some, listen in, talk some angels with baseball with us on Twitter, so on and so forth. A couple of things we wanted to get into, but first things first, Nick, welcome to the show. Let people know who you are. Hey, I'm Nick uh, from uh, Long Beach, California. Um, I've been a lifetime Angels fan. I've been listening to you guys' podcast since uh, day one. I'm glad to be a part of this podcast. And, uh, I just want to send a special shout-out to, to Catherine Rhodes, the hot dog crew that's been eating <laughs> these hot dogs this whole time. And we're going to be a game above 500 for the first time since we were, like, 9 and 8. We it's been a long time. Sure. We want to be careful we don't count any chickens here before they hatch. You know? <laughs> yeah, dude. Don't, don't hex this thing, man. Don't oh, hex I'm try- this thing. I, I don't want it. By the way, Trout is the best player in the game. I don't want to hear anything about Cody who. Billingsley, who? Who's he? Yeah. Hey, Nick, guess, this is John. Hey, guess, where going, I was, John? guess where I was born? Long Beach, California. You got it, my friend. That is my hometown. My children were born there. So you're, I, My brother still lives there. And my, well, I, my, my parents were born there. Well, I mean, for the people who live in Southern California, I grew up in uh, Lakewood, Long Beach, that whole area. Um, my whole life, pretty much, you know, Bellflower. Uh, I lived in Cyprus for a little bit. I got a little Orange County feeling me, but so, um, so, what made you, Nick? What made you join? Want, want to visit the podcast with us today? What, what was on your mind that wanted you get you to jump on with us? Well, you know, I, I see. I, I've gone like so many different directions with like the, the way I feel about this team. At first, for like a good two months, I felt like you know what, sell off, you know, Listella, Goodwin, Calhoun. Uh, well, Cody, uh, the the reliever that just got DFA. Cody Allen. Cody, Cody Allen. Allen, yeah, DFA him. I was like, you know, trade all these guys, you know, get prospects. We're fighting for 500. What's the point of fighting for 500? Just tank it this year because we signed Trout. So Trout is ours. It's like we got we gave him the ring. We married him. And, you know, he's not going to go anywhere. It's cheaper to keep her, as they say. Um but, you know, really looking at this team now, I, you know, I feel stupid for even thinking that. Like, I don't know if it's Toronto's really that bad or really the Angels are that good. And I really do feel like the Angels can, um, I don't know if we make the playoffs, but I think they can fight. You know, and that's, that's all you can ask for is, is that you fight all the way down the stretch. You know, I, I, I kind of wonder about the pitching stuff, if they can, and, and by the middle of August, end of August, if they'll die out, but. I do feel good about our hitting, especially with Simmons coming back. Wow, that's crazy. You know, like, he was only gone for a month, and he's they're talking about him playing uh, possibly this weekend, which is utterly oh. insane. But He just had a rehab starting to orm, I believe. Yeah, which is crazy, you know. Like, uh, they were talking about him being out to, like, the middle of July or August. August, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. so. What got you to turn around the idea of the team and – going from selling off to saying, hey, let's see what we have here. You know what? Honestly, it's it's the additions. You know, we're getting uh, – we got we got um, 
We got a uh, opt-in back. I think that's big. We get Simmons back. That's going to be huge. I don't see a weakness in this lineup. Really, I don't. I mean, even with uh, Justin Boring Boar, he's not that bad, you know? <laughs> he's pretty bad, man. He can't hit for average for anything. <laughs> I mean, let's just be off um, with that. Yeah, I know. He's, he's bad. Um, but uh, I don't feel like there's a weakness. I mean, who, who's your weakness on this lineup? Your, your normal everyday starting lineup. I mean, you got Otani. Uh, even Pujols, you know, you got to worry about Pujols. He's he's not a bum. You know, Pujols can uh, he can still hit home runs. You know, he'll give you a double play here and there, but he can still uh, he still strikes fear in pitchers. I don't know that he strikes fear in pitchers. I think he's got enough contact left in him to cause problems. But if he struck fear in pitchers, he'd be in the lineup tonight. Yeah, well, he should have been. I mean. But, I don't know. Lineup tonight did pretty well. I, I got a, and now that we got Otani back, that's uh, the other one. That's yeah, the other guy. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, Mike has somebody behind him tonight. Did you notice that on his big night, uh, Derek? Uh, uh, Otani was behind Mike. Gee, where did I say? Didn't I say something about that a couple months ago? About I ago? think you did. I did. You did. did he say I that, did. Nick? I don't you know. Man. I did. I talked about the fact that he hasn't had anybody hitting behind him, and now all of a sudden he does, and so. The question will be, can they keep it consistent? Here's my problem with the Angels lineup overall. That is, they aren't consistent. Now, maybe that'll change when they finally get some fluidity with that lineup, but they've been putting out a different lineup almost every day for two months. How can you really get somewhere? Pitching. Pitching is our weakness. Yeah. Pitching is oh, weakness. well, yeah. So, really quick though, hey, just so folks, just so you're aware, we have a guest tonight. He's chilling at home, watching the game. Uh, and so you're, it's probably a little bit more unorthodox. Cannot get the words out. I got marble mouth tonight. So be a little patient with us as we uh, get through that. Just having some good baseball conversation. It's still 11 to 6 now. Bottom of the ninth. One up. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, the Angels are. Uh, or, or when Vladdy's son's up, he's up one for three. It was a crazy stat. He was something like 0 for 14 yesterday, as of yesterday, against the uh, Angels. Yeah, he's Vladdy Grill, G. 1.116, 117. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a. Uh, I, I like him a lot. But is, what do you guys think about Toronto? I mean, they're. Are they like the worst team in the AL East, or is that Baltimore's? Baltimore place? is. One thing I was talking with. Um, Scott McMurphy from over there at Blue Jays Talk, anyway, he was telling us is that, you know, it's really just the pitching's a train wreck. They've had to redo everything. They, they've restarted everything. And, and if they can get pitching, they're going to be really good in a couple of years. Well, kind of a mirror image of us right now in that we don't have pitching. And that's a concern for us going deep. Even the farm system, which we're going to talk about later, there's some concerns with pitching, which is why the Angels took 28 pitchers, 29 if you count the two-way players, Spencer Jones, who did not – Signed, by the way. John, what are your concerns overall for the rest of the year? We're starting to inch closer and closer to July. You and I have been steadfast in saying, listen, you're not going to sell. You're not going to do anything. What do the Angels do at this point? Well, it looks like, looks like uh, yeah, I, I, had to, I had to turn around that, that was witnessed by Nick. Obviously, he's kind of had the same turnaround. I started this season with absolutely no expectations uh, and was all – 
you know, my eyes were up for that Dallas Keuchel trade. And, you know, I was and uh, Derek's brought me around on all this stuff. And I, I, I'm, I'm playing the patience game right now. And I mean, I just have seen like it's, it's great. I mean, it's just the return of these people, these these this offense to our lineup. That's just I, I don't know if you saw this. I saw I think I found it on Twitter. It's just talking about the the offense since Otani uh, returned. Our offense is first in uh, in runs scored. It's first uh, first in extra base hits, second in on base percent uh, uh, on base percentage, and, and second in home runs. I mean, I'm not saying this is all. This is having Otani back in the lineup. It just uh, having another bat there to back people up is. Uh, is exciting and Otani is exciting. So, I have a, I have a, we're two and a half games out, right? Last time I checked, I don't know how this game goes. We're two and a half games out of the wild card, and I'm starting to believe in the wild card. But here's the thing: we need to. I, I don't. I hate to be the pessimist here. I really do because I'm enjoying watching <laughs> them win. I really, I'm enjoying all of it. But my outlook on the season is this. Enjoy the fact that they are fun to watch. I don't, I'm not buying into all the Twitter and Facebook talk about how this team sucks and how they're they're they don't have any heart. Garbage. They they fought back multiple times from being like seven, eight, nine games under 500. They they play hard. The fact is they just don't have the pitching to keep them in the, in long term. So what I want from this team, what I want from this team this year is to keep me excited about baseball. Keep it fun. If they can keep it interesting, keep it fun while building up the farm system and, and building for the future, then go for it. But I'm also starting to come around one more thing. If you remember, John, when we had, I want to say it was Jeff Fletcher. I want to say it was Jeff Fletcher. It was either Jeff or Fabian, one of the three big ones for media. They talked about the possibility that, yeah, the Angels didn't go spend money this this last offseason. They didn't go try and sign Keiko, it doesn't mean they won't try and sign somebody in the future. And maybe that's what they're looking forward to because honestly the pipeline going up from the from the miners to here, there are no number one starters in our system right now. There may be, some may develop, but there are none now. I mean, is that what you guys are seeing, Nick? Is that what you're seeing as well? Yeah, I agree. I, I think the guy they're waiting for and I've heard um different podcasts and I, I love I love listening to podcasts and I love following Angel podcast. You guys are one of the one of, you're one of the best ones out there. Is the guy I'm hearing is Garrett Cole. Garrett Cole. That's the guy I've been hearing the most. Uh, he's a free agent next year. He's from Southern California. Um, if we could take him, not only would it help us, but it might actually kill Houston, which would be a, a double whammy if we can kill uh, Houston off. So, Derek, how close? How how close do you need to be? How close do we need to be into this wild card race for you for for them to seriously consider changing what we call affectionately the plan? How how, how close do we have to be to that? I think they have to be really, really like far. I think they need to be leading in the wild card. I think they need to be a few games up because if you're looking again at that schedule come September. That schedule September's a train wreck right there. That, that is a let's go real quick and look at that schedule. Uh, okay, you're, you're spoiling it. You're bringing reality back in. No, I <laughs> to do that. But look at their schedule. I'll pull it up. Don't worry about it. you guys. Keep watching the game. I'll no, pull it up no. for you. I you had you have you visited this before. And see, I've already completely conveniently forgotten. But with the excitement named. of Mike Trout's six RBI game, but seven RBI. Never actually named it. Okay, Excuse so let's name it. Let's go ahead and name the series in September. Beginning. Actually, it begins with Boston at home. You have three games with Oakland. You have three games with an improved 
White Sox team, three games at Cleveland, three games at Tampa Bay, three games at New York, three games at Houston, two at home against the A's, and then you finish off with four against the against the Astros. That schedule is bananas. Mm-hmm. The, if you if we're thinking logically, okay, right now, given how the teams have performed this year, the only series the Angels will be will be likely favored in is the White Sox series for that entire month. What about the Indians? And uh, I, I don't know about the A's. I'm, I'm not sure about the A's. I mean, but given their head-to-head matchups this year, the A's have the edge. Okay, they have the edge in pitching. We have hey, we gotta and don't forget ending August. We have two against Texas as well. Go back in hey, go back into mid-August, really. Mid-August, August 19th, the 21st at Texas. 23rd, 25th at Houston. 27-28, home against Texas, and then a home, home series against Boston. So you're talking really mid-August to the end of the year. That schedule is a gauntlet. I mean, well, well Cleveland, I mean, Cleveland, well, you live in Cle- near Cleveland, so you could talk more about Cleveland than me or John, but um, I don't think they're going to be that good. The A's, doesn't Billy Bean sell like this time of the year to to sell his teams to get more prospects? I mean, it, it that's depends. usually their ammo. It depends if they're in contention. They are. They're going to be. They, they're, they're right where we are. So, but with Cleveland, Cleveland's got pitching at least. Cleveland has pitching. They, they, they don't have much of an offense. With that. And pitching will carry you much deeper. If you have strong pitching throughout there and you can manage it, that's why I'm concerned about the Angels come August. When all, we, we've been killing our bullpen all year. Listen, folks, I, know, I'm, I sound like a huge Debbie Downer, don't I? Because we're in the middle of a win streak. I'm just tempering my expectations. I'm, still, I'm not saying this team's going to go bomb the rest of the year. The way they're playing... I can expect a winning season this year, 85, 86, 87 games win. But in terms of that last month and a half of the season, that schedule's tough. So we, we, we do have a winning season. Let's say we have a winning season. We, we may not make the playoffs, um, but we get close to it. Uh, then, then we have an active offseason? I believe I so. We do. Yeah, we spend. We spend on, on this offseason because I think that's what fans want to hear. They want to hear that the Angels, in, in, in a fan's view, they think spending money is trying, uh, not this developing, which I, I'm really, you've brought me around on completely. So, and I do believe we're doing something right now, even when we're not spending, but we're saving our money for, we're saving our money for, rea- you know, not to, as you said, you brought this reality into this, this upcoming schedule that I always tend to forget when I watch a game like tonight or well, play sure. Toronto. But I think the Angels... I, I think people have this conception, and remember the the Jason Reed debate on Twitter, where he was saying the Angels are acting like a small market club and so on and so forth. Oh. I don't believe that. I believe the Angels are willing to spend, but on the right player. Was Keiko the right player for them? I don't no, believe so. No, he wasn't. But will Garrett Cole be the right player? I think so. I think he's yeah. the guy. I mean, the Angels <laughs> did pursue Corbin and so on and so forth in the offseason last year, and they almost got these guys. and. They struck out well, on, like, on three of them. And Maria Torres was the one who confirmed, too. She said, you know, just because you have cap space doesn't mean you have money. And that you're just going to go spend that, throw that money on something that, you know, again, I, I always refer back to the Dodgers and Joe Kelly, you know. Um, or Cody always for us. Oh, well, yeah, unfortunately, Derek predicted that. <laughs> as soon as I, didn't predict, warned of that. Derek warned of that immediately. Um, I tried anyways. I tried. We should have spent that money on Mike Moustakis. That's my opinion. But 
I, I don't what? know if what they're willing to do. I, I believe if they were going to take risks, it was one year, and if they don't work out, it's no big loss long term. And you, you hope they do work out, but it's not guaranteed. So why take a long term risk? One quick second, guys. Angels just won 11 6. Game's over. Uh, Mike Trout's got to be the player of the game, right? I mean. Oh, yeah. Three for six. Yeah. Six RBIs. Yeah, I think we're good. <laughs> seven, to go. seven, seven RBIs. RBIs seven, seven RBIs, RBIs now. RBIs. So, yeah. for the first time since 9 and 8, right? They are now over 500, yep. 38 and 37. A couple of things. We're talking about the building plan. Nick, we he and I have discussed the building plan now for a while. What is your take on what the building plan is? I, you know what? I think it's best to have a plan than not have a plan. Like, if you were to go out and get a Keiko, that's not a plan. Um, so they're not rebuilding. They're not trying to tear it down. They're trying to win and compete and build the pharmacists, which I believe they've done a very good job of. I like uh, both their first and second round picks. I'm not too familiar with, like, 3 through 40, so I'm not going to go, like, talk about those guys. But I like the second baseman. Uh, they got in the first round from uh, – was it Texas? Will Wilson. Will Wilson and uh, Kyrie uh, Kyron Anderson? Kyron Paris. I like, around, yep. Yeah, I like both those guys, especially in the middle of the infield. Um, Kyrie Paris, he's not going to come up for at least, I'm guessing, another four years. But uh, Will Wilson, I mean, I could see him up maybe next September. I mean, what do you guys think? Probably two years. Okay, okay. all right. Um, you know. And then, uh, like I said, JoJo Adele is not too far away. To me, and I, and I don't know, he's an outfielder, but to me, his dad was an offensive tackle in football. He reminds me of, like, a first baseman. He's going to be a good 6'4", 240. I don't know if I'd want him in the outfield um, with, like, Marsh and uh, Jordan Adams because you already got Trout. I, I, I could see Adele possibly being a first baseman because that's a, that's a big boy. He's going to be a good six. He's 6'2", 208. Well, he's going to put on another 25 pounds. Well, maybe. It depends. You know, they, they really want to try and keep use his athleticism as it is. I don't know. I don't. We'll see. There are also, you know, Matt Tice coming up. He's a strong first base candidate. They have some guys in the system who could be that guy. So I don't know. But here's what's concerning for me, and this is why I'm a little so concerned. I, I'm happy that the Angels farm system has rebuilt itself. There was a report out today, though, um, with the new prospect list, Top 100 came out, and there were some folks on Twitter especially who were a little upset. Before I get to that, though, I, though I do want to go ahead and point this out. We are looking for sponsors, so reach out to us at talkinghills at gmail.com if you like what we're doing. And you want to help us keep the lights on. We really appreciate that. You can also leave a voicemail at 657-666-5453, and that would really be helpful. So the prospect list, right now the Angels only have one play in the top 100. Now, note, Griffin Canning has graduated from the list. Okay, and now Jose Suarez is up to, he has potential there. But still, only one play in the top 100, and that's where folks are hanging their hat on to give Billy Upload a hard time. Where do you guys stand on that? I'm going to start with John first and then go over to Nick. I'm not stressed out about that at all. Isn't that what we're doing? We're rebuilding our farm system. Our farm system was bare. And we and you said, we have brought up. Their fit, prospects have come up. Uh, so that the, the, our top ones, are, most of them are up here, except with the exception of uh, 
um, was Joe Adele, right? He's the only one left on there. Um, I'm not stressed out about that at all. It's this is part of the plan. We we have a we have a like I said we have a lineup right now on the field that is solid and and I don't think a lot of it's going away anytime soon. The exception to Albert Pujols, uh, all the other positions are they're filled nicely, and we've even got a couple backups for those. Nick, um, you know I think isn't Joe Joe Adele like a top five prospect if I'm He's not mistaken? Number four on the list. Number four. Okay, so. I'm not. I'm not really concerned. Um, I I feel like with us, we're going to get those prospects up. You know, the Kyrie Parises, the the Will Wilsons, they're going to come up in the top 100. I'm not worried about that. I feel like our minor league system has gotten better. I think you got to look at the overall. Are you because three or four years ago we were like dead last, second to last, and now we're probably somewhere between 10 and 15. If you can improve that in the top 10, you know, getting the seven to ten range. That would be where I really want to see uh, Billy Epler get this minor league system at. Um, I would not trade Adele for uh, Scherzer. That's, I don't know if you guys got into that mess. No. We talked um, about that before. Yeah, no. Let's not. Uh, that would be the dumbest move. Billy Epler would... I would lose respect for Billy Epler if he did something like that. That would be... That's when I would lose respect from. But as far as right now, I think he's doing a very good job, honestly. I well, really Derek, do. And, Derek's yeah. the one who pointed out that this is this the, these players that are coming up right now, they're Eplers. This is yeah. his first his first class that's coming up. And uh, so I, I, I think the future can only get brighter. I like what John pointed out. John stated, hey, listen, you know, these are his guys. The lineup is set for a long time. Well, if the lineup is set for a long time, that gives you time to develop the, the, the field positions to come up with minors. The real concern is the pitching. Here's my problem. We have a lot of guys coming up pitching staff right now, pitching in AAA, AA, single A. A lot of prospects, some are, are highly touted, none of them are in the top 100. None of them. And so we have nobody coming up to expect an ace. And this is why Garrett Cole probably makes sense in the offseason. Okay? Until you develop an ace, I just remember when they got when they got Jared Weaver, and we all knew that was going to be our guy, for example. I think that's where the Angels are in trouble. And that's why they went and drafted 29 pitchers, including Spencer Jones. So, hopefully, what they're banking on, what I really think they're banking, they're banking on developing some of those pitchers and there's some diamonds in the rough that they'll become number ones. Kohanowitz, at number at the third round pick, is somebody that I'm, I'm going to kind of keep an eye on because that is what he's got that kind of stuff, that edge. He's being projected right now to be like a number two or number three. But hey, we thought Kane would come up and be a four. He's probably our ace right now if we have an ace. At the very least, he's a number two at the major league level. So we'll see the Angels are proving really well. Well, proving that they are quite able to develop pitchers is just can they develop an ace now? Can they do that? That that remains to be seen. Yep, that's that's it. We're pitching away. If we just had some, if we just had some consistent pitching, not even I don't even know that we necessarily need an ace. We just have to have consistency. I mean, Skaggs was Skaggs was off the off off the charts the other day. I mean, it was just, it was, I was, we, we had a pitcher actually walk out in the eighth inning of a game that he started. Um, that's, a, I mean, I'm proud of him. I'm, I'm happy for him. And, that, and that we could just do it again. And then 
Uh, yeah, we just need consistency. We need to be able to expect somebody to be able to go six innings at least every night, six to seven innings. Nick? Yeah, uh, you know what? The one guy I really, I'm kind of disappointed in is uh, Heaney. He, uh, he really struggled. He couldn't get to the fifth inning. Uh, luckily, we scored, what, 11 runs. Um, but, I mean, Skaggs, I think he's doing good. I think Canning is our ace. I don't know if he's a MLB ace, but he is our ace. And I think Suarez is doing a decent job. Um, trying to think who else I'm missing in that group. Well, thank God Cahill and Harvey are injured. Uh, stay injured for a while, you know, take your time. No rush. Oh. Uh, <laughs> you're, you're thinking about Pena. Don't forget Pena. Oh, Pena's doing a good job, too. He's yeah. he's like 5-1, and one, right? Yeah. He's he's doing really good. Um, you know, like I said, the one guy I'm really disappointed this year is Heaney. I don't know what's going on with him. I don't, you know, he was one. He was a top 100 prospect at one time, and I don't know. He just never really has never really came through. Um, you know, we'll see. I don't think we're gonna. I don't think we're gonna make any big moves. I wouldn't give up any top prospects. You know, if you can get like a steal, like maybe a Stroman from uh, Toronto. For like a mid-level prospect, maybe, but I don't think we should make any trades that are gonna that's gonna kill our our minor league system. Just kind of play it as is, you know. What we got is what we got, and you know, hopefully, uh, Osmus can make uh, chicken soup out of chicken scratch. I really don't far- think they make any trades. Honestly, I don't. Yeah. I, well, yeah, I agree. And then also with the prospects, I feel like you know, like you said, they drafted twenty-seven. 27 or 28 pitchers, they're just kind of throwing something at the wall and hoping it sticks. We've been playing We've been playing the waiting game with Skaggs and Heaney for quite a while for them to turn into, you know, uh, consistent pitchers, and, you know, and they're not. Um, I'm not saying they're going anywhere. Um, I guess we're going to continue to wait, certainly during this season. But, uh, yeah, I, 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 hopefully this new crop. We, God, know, God knows we have a lot of pitching coming our way. Just be patient. All right, folks, Just it's almost time for us to go. Before we go, we do want to quickly give you an overview of the game tonight. Angels went 11-6. to Noah Ramirez, the win. Sanchez for Toronto, the loss. He's 3-9. and The big star tonight, Mike Trout, seven RBIs, a grand slam, two home runs. The On the pitching side, I got to go with Noah Ramirez. Uh, inning in a third, two strikeouts. Taylor Cole with a hold. <laughs> Even Cam pitched well, gave one home run, which was just kind of a eh. So, nice night for the pitching staff overall, making up for Andrew Heaney's rough night in the office. Guy had no control tonight. None. Three and two-thirds innings with four walks, four hits, five earned runs, only two strikeouts. Gave up a home run as well. For the rest of the lineup, we're talking 16 hits in the game tonight, folks. 16 hits. Shoyatani, two for six. Mike Trout is 3-for-6, again, like I mentioned. Lestella goes 2-for-4. Luis Rangifo goes 2-for-5. Pretty much everybody in the lineup gets a hit tonight. Uh, everybody but tonight. Tovar, and he only had one at bat. So Tovar's the only one who didn't get a hit. I'm talking about the starting lineup. So, yeah, yeah that's where it is. Yeah. Overall, nice night. The Angels are now 38-37. and 37. That puts them in... For the AL West, puts them right at fourth place. They are a game behind Oakland at 39-36. Texas has been pretty hot of late at 39-34. And 10 games back still of Houston. 
A long way to go for the season. Houston is in its own league, though. So right now you're looking at the wild card, wild card standings. At this point, the Angels are sitting there two games out from behind behind the Texas Rangers. A long way to go. But a lot of season left. A lot, a lot of season, season left. left. So Okay, so before we say goodnight, any closing thoughts, Nick? I just want to say um, I'm glad the Angels are on a winning streak. Hopefully we can finish off this sweep and hopefully get two out of three against St. Louis and uh, come back to Anaheim two, three games above 500 and start to make that push for hopefully the second wild card. I don't know if they get it, but I do feel a lot more confident than I did, let's say, a month ago. John? Well said. Yeah, I, I, I like this. Uh, I do feel a lot more confident. We're closer. We're closer to. We, we're actually. I'm starting to think we might be in a wild card race, especially since we're doing this without even Tim with Simmons coming back. Um, we have our full, uh, pretty much the people our our starters, the people we need back uh, when we get Simmons back, and we're doing this well, and we were doing it this well without Upton until uh, the other night and now with Simmons being added I'm optimistic that I'm changing that my my mood is up Your mood is up okay so I'm going to change into a different gear this team has had its struggles this year the 38 and 37 now however over this week we saw a gentleman by the name of Cesar Puelo DFA'd and today he was traded to the Marlins for cash um, do want to acknowledge the role he played in keeping the team afloat and the organization lost a quality player just because of the nature of the game. I got the question today is why DFA him and then, and then trade him? Why not go get a prospect for him? The answer is because no one's going to give you a prospect. They'll just wait until they can get, the, get him through waivers. Yeah. That's why. It's, yeah. And it's a hard game to play, but no one's going to give you a prospect for a 10-year minor leaguer who may or may not play longer. I mean, they're... Miami is going to get a guy to help them. Miami's 26 and 45 with very little offense. They're taking a shot at a guy who's performed well this year, you know, and so to them it's a little bit of risk, and it was worse than somebody the Angels for. That was about it. The Angels didn't have a choice here. If there was a better option out there, they would have got it. That's just the reality of the situation. So we do want to go ahead and say thank you to Cesar Puello because without the performances he gave at some points here in the last month, we're talking about a different season. He did a great job filling in. And our hats go off to him. Uh, thank you, Cesar. And I, and I do hope that you do well down in Miami. So I agree. Said, yeah, I I couldn't. I, that's like I'm kind of bummed, actually, man. I'm not gonna lie. I didn't. I didn't want to see him go. Yeah, it's a big. It's a big boy sport, though, and they make. They have to make hard decisions. And I, I don't think he's going to stay unemployed, right? Well, he's, he's with the Marlins. Yeah, they just, yeah. That, that there you go. The so I mean, so. yeah. All right, so it is time for us to go. Nick, where are you on social media? People can find you. Uh, I'm on uh, Nick Kearns on Facebook. Um, I don't have, I don't do Twitter or Instagram to be honest Good. with you. Stay off it. Um, I just think that's <laughs> overrated. And uh, I, you know, I, I follow you guys' podcast, and I want to say thank you for allowing me to join you guys on this podcast. If you guys ever want me back on, I'm always available. I've actually been caught a lot of Angel games this year. And I'm really, uh, I'm really excited about this year. It's not over. It's not over till the fat lady sings. And you know who knows? You know they didn't think we'd win in '02, and we did. So I'm not saying we're going to win a World Series, but anything happens. There's still a good 80 games, 80 plus games left. 
You never know. You never know what happens. So Sounds like I might see Nick. I might see Nick at the game one night. Might. We might have to hook up at a game. Definitely, definitely. Oh. All right. So time for us to go for real. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Talking Halos and search for our page on Facebook. You can find me, Derek C. Paul at DC Paul and John Crane at Jace Crane. John, don't forget us on Spreaker, <laughs> Apple Music, and all these different places. We're everywhere, even iHeartRadio. For John. For Nick, for the entire Talking Halos team, take it easy. Have a great one. We're out of here. Angels are over 500. Yeah. Go Angels. control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand the chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. Regina King for Cadillac Escalade. Let's say you make it to the top. What's next? Relish in the glory of your accomplishments? Okay, sure, for a minute. But then you move forward. Take the 2021 Escalade. Cadillac's newest arrival is more than just a celebration of iconic luxury. It's the most technologically advanced Escalade ever. Because arriving is just the beginning. The 2021 Cadillac Escalade. Never stop arriving.